My name is Matthew Becker. I'm a husband, a level one CrossFit trainer, a CrossFit affiliate owner, personal trainer, Olympic lifting coach, lawyer, blogger, employer, mentor. Oh, and I own a retired racing greyhound. I have a lot on my plate and I gotta keep moving forward. In business, they say if you aren't growing, you are dying. So to keep moving forward, I have to improve by 1% every day. It's called the aggregation of marginal gains. It requires me to optimize my life as much as possible. On the Stronger Revolution podcast, I share strategies with you so that you can improve your life by 1% every day. I was listening to a podcast about a week ago, and the one thing that struck me was that the host of the podcast just literally launched right into talking about that episode's topic. There was no intro, there was no story, there was no music, like, hey, we're going to start up this podcast. He just literally, like, you hit play and boom, he's talking about the topic, and I kind of liked it, but... to actually deliver that on a podcast is kind of awkward because you really have this urge to just say, hey, everybody, welcome back. You know, it's, it's kind of like more conversational that way. But anyway, struck me as kind of interesting just to have this guy like literally launch right into, I think he was even on like the phone with the guest of the show that day and, and the podcast just started with like, Hey, hello, how are you guys doing today? Okay, let's, you know, or like right to the person on the phone and right into the topic. But anyway, welcome back to the Stronger Revolution. Today's episode, we are going to talk about a topic that is not really good for me. Um, I've mentioned oftentimes in this podcast that a lot of what we talk about is a practice, which means we don't have to be experts in it in order to uh, do anything and we shouldn't take on any new task in our life or goal or scheduled daily um, thing that we do, thinking that the first time we do it, we're going to instantly be experts in it, or any time that we ever do it that we're going to be experts in, because we're never going to perfect anything, right? We become perfect at practice. We don't actually become perfect at the thing that we're trying to do or trying to achieve. And this is some a, a topic that I've been practicing, sometimes not very successfully, uh, for quite a long time. The topic is relaxing. So now that you guys all know, although if you didn't, you know, maybe you just looked at the episode title and know what we were going to talk about, but you all know, you can all kind of giggle that I'm going to try to talk to you about relaxing. Um, a long time ago, I remember when I was in... Uh, high school, and then into college, I remember definitively having this thought process in my brain as I was dating women and, and ultimately, you know, like working through people in order to try to figure out who I was going to spend the rest of my life with. I had the thought in my head that I would never marry anybody who told me I needed to relax. Like that uh, suggestion or, or criticism, whatever you want to consider it, was like nails on a chalkboard to me. And it still is a little bit today, but back then it was just visceral. Like if somebody said, Matt, you really just need to relax. 
even if like we weren't having a discussion or, or excited about anything or angry about anything. And, and I was just up in arms about something, or maybe I was talking about a topic and, and that was the response that I got. Like that person was done. Like I was out the door. Um, that was just such a awful, uh, thing for them to say to me. And nowadays I use it more as sort of like a reflection. Um, if somebody says any derivative of Matt, you really need to relax a little bit. Um, this goal of trying to relax has been a, um, pretty much a, a constant, um, theme in my life, pretty much ever, ever since high school. I remember in high school when most kids were out playing sports, um, going to parties, doing things like that, and quote-unquote relaxing the way that they used to do that, um, I was working. So as soon as I turned the age of 16 in high school, while I was at school, I got a part-time job. Um, so I would leave school and go to my part-time job. I, it was uh, happened to be in a movie theater, so... Saturday nights and Friday nights were a big time to work, so I was always working on Friday and Saturday nights, um, and then I got into college, and even through college, I didn't work a lot, but I mean, I did. I worked um, through college, and I always picked up little um, little odd jobs or little tasks here and there, groups, etc., that I would join, so I've always had things going on, and I think this has always come off to other people as I need to relax and I need to learn not to do anything. And sometimes I think that message gets a little bit um, misconstrued about a, a, something that we're going to touch on is, do I need to relax or do I need to escape? And, and we're going to distinguish those as we get further into this episode. But I kind of want you to keep those, those two concepts in mind as, as we start to talk. Nowadays, as I said, when somebody tells me I need to relax, I take it more sort of as a, an opportunity to reflect. So um, a lot of times if somebody comes to me with what I would consider to be a criticism, but it doesn't have to be criticism. It could also be something more positive. You know, somebody the other day um, complimented the gym on our coaching ability and our structure of our class and things like that. And, and I will even reflect on that to think, okay, this is the way that we do it. This is sort of my perception of the way we do it. And this is how other people are perceiving it. Is there something to be considered there? But mainly what I'm, I'm talking about is more of when somebody comes with a, perhaps what they would consider to be a constructive criticism, but it's a criticism nonetheless. I will then internalize that a little bit um, and use it as an opportunity to reflect to see if my understanding and perception of what is going on is the reality, is it fair, is it justified versus the way that the other person is, is seeing it. And um, if this individual who approached me earlier this week listens to this podcast and catches the story that I'm about to say, let me preface it with saying, you really didn't offend me, all right? It, again, it was just something that caused me to reflect, and reflect quite a bit, but um, I had an individual at the gym, uh, shoot, now I'm drawing a blank on exactly how this story started. Oh, right. Um, he told me that he had sent me a podcast to listen to, and 
part of the topics that were covered in the podcast um, was a suggestion or a system by which entrepreneurs should start to separate themselves from their business every once in a while um, in order to, quote unquote, relax. And I facetiously looked back at my member and said, what are you trying to tell me? You think I need to relax? And he responded with, well, yes, I think, you know, maybe you should take a vacation every once in a while. To which I said, I do take a vacation every once in a while. I go on a vacation every summer. And he said, well, yeah, but that's like just a week. You could take some time off, like other than that one week a year. And so it gave me a lot of pause. And, and I ended up talking to a good friend about it and talked to my wife about it and really just started to consider what is it that he's talking about? What is it that he's seeing? And even if he's like just sort of like facetiously telling me to relax, um, is there somewhere in my life that I could start to separate and relax more than I am already or more than I think I am? Now, I said this has sort of been a running theme within my life. A couple of years ago, I was pretty heavily into my law practice and I was starting up the gym. Um, I had a jury trial going on and I felt like I was managing everything quite a bit. And at that time, I had kind of talked to my wife about um, the potential of writing a book. And not like it was serious, but I think somebody else that I knew was writing a book and I just got thinking about it. I was like, yeah, that'd be kind of be cool. Granted, I just started a podcast and that's kind of like writing a book, but I was like, that would kind of be cool to like write a book and share all my thoughts and my strategies and things with people and, and see if anything ever actually caught on. Um, and um, I was running this idea by my wife and the, the theme of the book was very similar to the theme of this podcast, sort of like how to modify and change your life um, in order to live your best life, live through that aggregation of marginal gains. Um, and, you know, one of the concepts there is that, that has to be included in this is that idea that we need to separate, relax and recharge. And her response to me at the time was, how are you going to write a book on telling other people how to do this when you're so bad at it yourself? And once again, I kind of hit home, kind of dug that knife in deep and really started to think about it. And, and from that point forward, that's sort of like my defining moment when I started to really reflect on my life and whether or not I was relaxing or whether I was in a really high strung um, atmosphere a lot and more so than I needed to be. And, and don't worry, we're going to define relaxing here in, in a couple of minutes. But I remember at that point, I reached out to a good friend of mine and told her that at some point I would like to sit down and talk with her because I'm having a difficult time shutting everything down. Um, as a matter of fact, between you and me, at that time, um, I was using alcohol a lot in order to shut down. Now, I've been sober now for um, three years. Yeah. Um, because I realized I was using alcohol as a way to shut down, i.e. shut off my brain. Um, and I did not want that to, to be my fix in life. So I reached out to this individual and asked her to help me figure out how to turn it off. How do I turn off my brain? How do I get out of work? 
How do I separate it? How do I keep from sitting at home like I was doing and working on programming, let's say for the gym or reviewing case laws and things for my legal practice while I was supposed to be watching TV or having dinner with my wife, um, something to that effect. That was about the same time I started reading um, a lot about the concepts of Stoicism. Stoicism being an, an ancient Greek philosophy. Um, and there's a lot of themes within Stoicism. Um, a lot of that comes around to every emotion that you have, um, every frustration that you have, every bit of stress that you have is your internal reaction to something that's happening externally. And the only thing that you really have control over is that response or that reaction, your reasoned choice. How do you choose to respond to something? And somewhere along the readings, um, I came across this idea that um, we should use vacations or we should use time off as an opportunity to recharge, as an opportunity to absorb more experiences. And this kind of hit home pretty hard because at that time I viewed um, vacations and time away or, or long weekends or weeks at the beach or something like that as a way to escape. So there's that, there's that alternate there of escaping. Again. From the stoic point of view, you can be happy anywhere you want if you choose in your mind to be happy anywhere you want. They would, they, they would commonly say things like, even the prisoner can be happy in, in, inside the four walls of the prison. Even a slave can be happy being a slave to somebody else because they choose to interpret their reality and respond to it in a particular way. Even you can be happy at work or happy when the power goes out at home or happy when you're stuck in traffic because you choose to respond or react to your situation or you choose to allow that situation to impact you. And so I started thinking about this idea of using vacations. And I thought, yeah, but a vacation is a time for me to get away. A vacation is a time for me to go away from work, to not think about it, um, to get away from all of the distractions. A weekend is an opportunity for me to get away from everything. And I really kind of dove into this idea with stoicism and realized that that is not what we should be using vacations for. That's what we use vacations for. That's not what we should be using vacations for. There's a difference between the need to get away versus the desire to experience something else. There's a difference between the need to get away versus the desire to create separation from distraction to provide you an opportunity to come back at a higher level. Escapism is that need for distraction, right? This is different than taking a break. Relaxing is separation that's designed in order to refresh us and refocus us so that we can return at a higher level. I want to say that again, because that's how we're going to define relaxation in this episode. It is the separation from whatever it is that we're doing 
that is designed to refresh us or refocus us so that when we return, we return at a higher level. And so after this individual from my gym came to me this week and said, basically, you need to take a vacation because you need to relax, I went to one of my good friends, and he often likes to do like a lot of this reflective stuff with me. So he and I were, were chatting, and I was like, look, like this is what was said to me, and I don't know how I should interpret this. Like, am I more stressed out than I lead myself on to believe that I am? Because I don't think I am, but he thinks I am, and... Um, my friend was responding and and he said, no, I don't think that, I don't ever perceive you as being really stressed out or, or that you need to relax. You always seem to be very even keeled. And he said, and you always seem to come back from the weekends or back from vacations uh, with a lot of enthusiasm and ready to go again. Um, it's not like you have to come back and you regret coming back from vacation because now you have to go back to work. And that's exactly the point. Relaxing is means that I've basically recharged so that I can come back better than how it was when I left. Versus escapism. Escapism is the separation so that we can better deal with what we have to deal with when we get back. I used to consider myself a master of escapism. I never really thought about these two concepts, one versus the other. And I would think, think things like, um, I am really good at putting music on and putting headphones in my ears and focusing in on some classical music or um, anything else in order to sort of, I thought that was separating myself from my various problems in my life um, or the, the issues or frustrations that I was having. And, and I would look at that as like recharging me in order to go back and better deal with those various frustrations. Like God, like life this week is just, or today has just really got me down. It's been so frustrating and I just need to go and I need to listen to some music and then I'll come back and deal with this later. That's different than I am working really hard toward my goals and now I'm going to go separate myself and do something else so that when I come back, I can come back even stronger and work harder toward those goals. I know it's a small detail if you don't really listen to what I'm saying, but it's an important detail. Now I would say I'm more of a master of micro relaxation or getting there. Again, I'm practicing trying to get there. And I'm not concerned with escapism. One of the ways that you can tell whether you are relaxing or whether you are escaping is look at how you feel Sunday night. Let's say you planned this big long weekend and you went out of town, you spent a long weekend with a loved one, Sunday night rolls around, you're back in town, you're getting ready to go um, to, to pack up and get in and get ready for the, the work the next day. And how do you feel about at this point? Do you have more of a feeling of, Oh, I don't want to go to work tomorrow. Or do you have more of a feeling of, it was a great weekend and I'm feeling really refreshed and I'm really positive now and I'm ready to get up tomorrow morning at 4am and I'm ready to make breakfast and get back into the gym. And I'm ready to talk with all of my members and hear about how their weekends went. And I got a lot of good programming program this week, et cetera, et cetera, right? If you're 
Sunday Night Feelings are more like the former. And it's like, oh, man, I really don't want to go back to work tomorrow. Why can't the weekend just be another day longer? Then that weekend getaway was escapism. You're just separating yourself from something that you don't actually want to do. That's different than separating yourself from something that you do want to do so that you can come back and do it better. So now that we have this definition for relaxation, that in which we are separating ourselves from so that we can come back better, it helps us then determine how we relax. Because relaxation doesn't have to be this big grandiose thing that we do. It doesn't have to be this trip over to the beach. It doesn't have to be this getaway that we plan and spend thousands of dollars on. It doesn't have to be the family trip down to Disneyland, although I don't see how that could possibly be relaxing, but it doesn't have to be this big trip down to Disneyland that you've just blown $6,000 on in order to get away and quote-unquote relax, right? It can be a very small event. It doesn't even have to be very prolonged. It doesn't have to be a long weekend. It doesn't have to be a long week at the beach. It doesn't have to be two weeks long. Relaxation, causing separation from that in which we are doing so that we can do it better, can be something that we just do on a daily basis. Maybe you don't need a week away from everything. And that's the one thing that really kind of drives me nuts when people will say, oh, you really need to relax. Well, first off, you don't know if I need to relax or not, okay? Because you don't know what my regular life is like. You don't know whether or not I really am very high strung right now. You don't know what my blood pressure is like right now. You don't know if I'm experiencing any of the negative effects that's caused by stress and a lack of relaxation. You're seeing me in one moment in time. And maybe I'm a little bit high strung right now because maybe somebody just yelled at me. Right? Maybe I'm feeling a little bit, a little bit uptight. Maybe I've been thinking about something all day and I'm just toiling over um, the, the right decision. And maybe really all I need to do is go for a walk. Walking is one way that we can relax. Walking is one way that we can separate ourselves from what we're doing right now in order to come back better. Walking also is an idea of separation or stillness because that repetitive motion of walking, placing one foot in front of the other with no real particular effort is a great, great way to clear and refocus the mind. Oftentimes when we go for a walk, either one, we forget about that which we were doing and we can come back like it's not just constantly weighing on our mind or two, just that motion can start to get our brains to turn a little bit more and all of a sudden that decision or that result or that conclusion that we were struggling to find can all of a sudden just find space to get in there. I actually told my wife a couple of years ago that I don't like long vacations. People talk about this need to get away for like a week and then they're like, oh, it was just so great and I had to come back to work. For me... A week-long vacation actually becomes more stressful because there's at some point after I'm away for so long that I'm recharged and ready to come back. And that motivation of ready to come back means I'm ready, right? 
prolonging this any longer is just going to start to actually cause me more stress. I'm not going to relax as much because I'm ready to come back. All right, I'm recharged. I've got new ideas. I've thought about this enough. Right? I'm good to go. My enthusiasm's back. My motivation is back. Right? If it was wavering at all because I needed to separate myself a little bit from it in order to come back better, or now I've been able to separate myself and I got new ideas and I got new concepts and I've got new things that I want to try, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, I'm ready to come back. So I don't need long vacations. All that's going to do is continue to disrupt my regular schedule. It doesn't take me long to get onto a new schedule, all right? But moving back and forth between those two schedules can sometimes cause a little bit of stress. So once I'm there, once I've separated myself for a few days, you know, like a Thursday to Sunday little vacation is ideal. I'm out Thursday, I'm off Friday, I'm chilling on Saturday. We're coming back Sunday, boom, I'm refreshed and ready to get back. Now I figured that out. Maybe you need a little bit longer. Maybe you don't. Relaxation, or what I like to call micro-relaxation, can be built into your daily routines. It's called separation or stillness, a concept that we talked a lot about in the last episode. Ryan Holiday wrote that book on stillness is the key check it out. A lot of this stuff is in there. Because a lot of what we're doing when we separate or bring stillness into our lives is we're removing ourselves from what we have to do so that we recharge and come back ready to do it better. Again, different from escaping so that we can come back and deal with it better. So the next question becomes, how do we relax? I can't tell you how to relax. I can't even tell you when you need to relax. That's up to you. It would be super easy if I could get on here and give you just like a list of criteria and be like, when, when this list is boom, 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 boom. When it's full, you need to relax, right? But you really need to be reflective enough within yourself to know that you're not firing on all cylinders it's really started to get to you, whatever it is, whether it's work, whether it's relationship, whether it's an idea that you have, whether it's a goal that you're trying to achieve, and you, you're, you're getting so stressed out about it or you're getting so frustrated with it that you need to step away from it and relax a little bit so you can come back better. You might find that you're particularly tired or you're constantly feeling tired. You're unfocused, like you're just... You know that on a regular basis, you would have been able to focus on this and you can't. Maybe you're particularly irritable. You notice that things that wouldn't normally bother you too much are now all of a sudden kind of bothering you. Um, things that are bugging you a little bit more than what you would normally notice that are, are bugging you on a regular basis. You know, in, in research for this episode, um, I found a website from Healthline dot com, a, a web page on essentially how to relax. And you, know, you can go out and you can read all these other concepts, but I'm going to tell you, like, you have to try to figure it out for yourself. But there was a part of the article was the risk factors that you might experience if you're too stressed out, if you're experiencing too much stress, which would be an indicator that you probably need to relax. Um, and we'll go through this list very briefly. It's, it's not particularly long, but things like 
Um, you might start to get frequent headaches. Uh, you could have sleep problems, whether you're having insomnia because you're just, you can't shut your brain off, um, or you're having nightmares about that which is stressing you out during the day. You find that you're particularly forgetfulness or, or I'm sorry, you're, you're experiencing forgetfulness or you're often confused. Uh, that would kind of go along with my concept of being unfocused. You have chest pains or heart problems. Um, I remember when I was an undergrad and I, was, I had a lot of homework, I would go to the cafeteria and I would get my food to go and I would go back and I would sit in my room and I would try to do chemistry homework um, while eating my lunch. And I wouldn't even separate for a while to just like chill out and, and eat lunch. I would try to, to like eat while I was doing work. And I would notice that like, oh, my chest just felt like it was constantly tight. And you've heard, I'm sure you've heard people say that before, like, it just feels like my chest is tight. Until you experience it, that, that, that's pretty much exactly what it feels like. It just feels like you got to, like, open up a little bit. You might have a stress-related illness. Um, you could have a decreased or increased appetite. You feel more isolated and lonely. You could see that you have increased tobacco use, drug use, or alcohol. You cry at random times because you feel like you're depressed a lot. You have a loss of interest in how you look, how punctual you are. You don't have a lot of integrity. You're sort of allowing yourself to not do things that you said you were going to do. Maybe you're not real motivated to get out of bed in the morning. Um, here they even say increased irritability or overreacting to, to small annoyances. Or you just have poor performance constantly, whether it's at your workouts, whether it's at work, whether you're in school. Those can all be big indicators that you probably are experiencing a little bit too much stress and you need to relax. So how do we do this? That's for you to decide. First, here are some common themes. Go to sleep. Sleep is the ultimate form of separation. We even have a saying about this. Can't make a decision? Yeah, not a big deal. I'll sleep on it. All right? Go to sleep. It's not always about turning off your brain. It's about focusing your brain on something else. Turning off your brain is escapism. That's what I used to do with alcohol. It's not about turning off your brain. Sometimes it's just simply about focusing your brain on something else. Relaxing is about allowing yourself to focus on something so that your brain can rest. I mentioned earlier like going for a walk. Sometimes you might hear a suggestion of go out in nature, right? These things, uh, you might have heard of a concept called forest baths or forest bathing. When you go out and you just sort of walk through the woods and you allow nature to bathe you, um, not literally, figurative. And these can allow your mind to focus on something else for a little while. Get away. Maybe you do just need to get out of town, shut your phone off. Spend a day to yourself. Journal a little bit. Write down. Get the stuff out of your brain. Um, write down some things that are bothering you and how you think you're going to fix them. Come up with a regular exercise schedule. You know, maybe one of the reasons that I don't feel like I need to, ex to relax often is because I exercise almost every day. Right? Micro relaxation. Little things I do throughout my day that allows my brain to shut off a little bit, not, sorry, not shut off, focus on something else 
so that I can come back to my goals better. Some people in history have used walks. Some people have taken up painting. Some people have taken up wood uh, carving or chopping. Um, Mindless, repetitive activities. So here's my suggestion. Look at your life. Look internally. See if you feel like you need to relax. If you do, find a way to relax a little bit. Don't shut off your brain. Refocus your brain. It's separation from what you need to do so you can come back to what you need to do better. It's not escapism. We're not looking to distract ourselves from the issues in our lives so that we can deal with those issues better. If you're the type of person who can't wait for the weekend so that you can get away from your regular weekly life, if you're the type of person who does not look forward to coming back from vacation because you have to return to your life, that's an indication that something may need to change in your life, not an indication that you need to relax more. Ending with a quote, this episode's quote comes from a Chinese proverb. It is, quote, Tension is who you think you should be. Relaxation is who you are. End quote. Take a little bit of time this week to think about these concepts. If you have any questions about it, feel free to let me know. Otherwise, we'll be back shortly with a new episode and a new idea. In the meantime, as always, thank you for listening, and I will talk with you soon.